0: an airbase hangar right yeah and he's like hey yeah you know if you guys want to do a theme or something let me know i have like 60 different cars you guys can borrow for the wedding so they're getting some old like 60s bugs and stuff and they're gonna put it up for like pictures and shit like that it's kind of cool in an airbase hangar yeah it's pretty cool he said he he said the uh the guy was really nice and they rented it out for like 1800 bucks which isn't crazy yeah it's not too bad so that's that's interesting right
1: it is an interesting little tidbit
0: little tidbit little tidbit tidbit. you you know what i why i love pre-roll why? Because there's just, you know, it could go anyway. Like Like, when I was in, true story, by the way, when I was in, like, uh, junior high, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, every CD in the house was, like, on my computer, you know what I mean? Like, because you'd rip it, because those are the, the days, right, when that would happen. And I remember um, my mom really likes, like, foreign music, so she, we had this, like, Italian, like, CD okay. with, like, you know, like, classic Italian songs redone by this artist, whoever it was. Yeah. And I put it on my phone, and I remember that I, like, put it on when I was, like, hanging out with some girls. And they're like, oh my god, what the fuck is that? And they like had a meltdown. And you, you know. And like, yeah, so weird. And they ended up being uh, Juggalettes. So I think I came out on top of yeah, that Yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably the best.
1: <laughs> True story. True fucking story. Well, actually, I do have something that I wanted to address in the pre-roll because it's a story that I hold, but it didn't... A story that I heard earlier in the week, but I didn't want to mention it because it doesn't really, re- like, relative to the podcast. Cool. So I was reading a story uh, about a wife who attacked... Who beat... Her, um, her husband to death with his guitar collection. Right, he had like, like the a, whole collection. With, uh, well, like one after another, she was like beating him. To, like she beat him to death. Right, so it was like it was really fucked up. So the judge was like, really looking at her case. He's like, what the fuck? So he asked her. He's like, it's unusual for somebody to, for the first time to, to do something so violent. So he was like, first offender, and she's like, no, first the Gibson, then offender. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. <laughs> That's not a real story. I just wanted to mention it because I thought it was funny.
0: You're excused from your own show. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: I'll see my way out of this one. But, yeah, I'm going to try to come up with a shitty joke every single week. That's going to be my new objective from here on out.
0: Sure. I'm going to tell life stories, and you're going to tell shitty jokes. Yeah, man. That's Heck, the- that was actually pretty pretty clever. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Hit me like a truck full of dildos. Yeah, right? ooh. <laughs>
1: That's besides the point, Gabe. We're here for, for a reason, you know? Yeah,
0: the big uh, kahuna burger. That's the Hawaiian burger joint. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you want to know what they call I, We'll talk about yeah.
1: this. <laughs> all right. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids podcast, episode number 81. 81. Yes, 81. sir. Uh, so my objective, sole objective this week is to not touch my microphone at like at all because hands off the mic yeah ear aids has uh struck again on last week's episode <laughs> another outbreak it's weird because i don't know how what exactly is causing it now because i thought it was the shock mount but the shock mounts on and it's proper so i'm a little confused on why it's causing it so i'll i'm gonna try not to touch it at all and just bro, like, bro
0: you just gotta cup your mic move, cup, move myself every metal screamer knows you just gotta cup the mic
1: yes sir but yeah man uh we are back for 81 and it feels good It is a beautiful day.
0: Yeah, man, it's nice out
1: on the south side of Chicago, Illinois. And I am going to open this up with what we talked about previously. As you walked in, Uh, we had a new joint because most of my places that I eat are like the same, like it's all cheeseburgers and shit like that. So I went a little outside of the box. We went to Forbidden Noodle Mm -hmm. in
0: downtown Lagrange with my mother, and it was good. You know, it's funny because you say downtown Lagrange, and I like I know where it is, but you just you can walk there for me. No, yeah, you're
1: right. Yeah, it's a little
0: bit of a walk, but you can walk. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. If, if you're ever feeling it. Yeah, for sure. But um,
1: yeah, so we went. It was good. Uh, my first experience was actually at like ramen place.
0: That's uh, good. Um, let, let me throw this out there because I've been kind of a ramen connoisseur for the past couple, you know. Winters? No, well, overall. I, I would say that my past couple of ramen years have been good ones. Um, It's good to start off with somewhere kind of mediocre yeah. to good yeah. because um, cause when I take you to this place, it's going to blow your socks off. <laughs> yeah. I
1: hope it's so, because like I said, I enjoyed it. Uh, the sides were like the the good stuff, because they had a bow. Yeah. Very uh, cool. Speaking of bow, that fucking, i would get into that in a minute. But um, but yeah, then they had like the egg roll, and it was good stuff.
0: Yeah, man. Overall, I enjoyed my experience. Very cool. Forbidden noodle. Check that shit out. Yeah. It's also what they used to call my dick in high school. It's um, <laughs>
1: funny, because it's actually right next to the cheeses, what they called my dick in high school. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, off to a rough rocky start yeah man you Woo. gotta do what you gotta do man all
0: right cheesy dick you
1: <laughs> but yeah so moving right along we'll we'll get started well first off actually we'll do the typical man how was your week buddy
0: you know i had something prepared for this section but i totally fucking sp- oh my week was pretty good friday we went to um life out loud you know that improv place oh you went we- out again yeah yeah we we went friday and it was a uh the theme was, uh, like, they are poking fun at Tinder. Hey, okay. You know, me and my girlfriend met on Tinder, so it was kind of... It was nice. Um, what else? And the, Oh, this morning. This morning was great. My buddy texted me. He's like, hey, uh, you want to go on a coffee run? And I was like, well, I could go for some coffee. It's in the morning. And then, you know, it was, like, in a group chat, and my other buddy was like, hey, let's go to Krispy Kreme. Ooh. <laughs> so I went to fucking Krispy Kreme this morning, and, oh, my God, those donuts just melt in your fucking mouth. Yeah, man. Best donut in the world. <sighs> yeah for sure and um it it was a trip um well you you see um after the 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 peak and then the valley that was Krispy Kreme in those rough years they're starting to pop up back again yeah so for those of you who are craving a Krispy Kreme um google maps it you know check it out because there's one a lot closer than you might suspect yeah because my buddy was like, oh, well, we got to go out to this place. I'm like, dude, that's a 40-minute drive. Fuck that. And I looked it up, and there was one that was like a 10-minute drive. And I was like, well, let's Where go is to that. Where's that one at? Uh, it's at Evergreen Park. Oh. From So it's like 10 minutes from my place. But my buddy was like, dude, I never knew this this one existed. Well, he knew it was there. It closed. But he never knew they reopened. Oh, wow. Well, I was I like, know. yeah, dude, let's go. It's 10 I minutes. I was not the impression that the closest one was in Homewood. Um, that see, that's the one he wanted to go to originally, uh-huh. and like I kind of work in that general area, and I'm like, dude, it's a 40 minute drive, you know, like in the mornings, and I'm like fuck that. Yeah. So, like I said, for those of you craving, Google it because you never know there might be one around the corner that you're not aware of.
1: Interesting, interesting.
0: Yeah, man. they are. uh I'm glad they're back. Yeah. Let me sure. let me leave it at that because that was <sighs> anybody born in the like 90s, that was a staple of your childhood. Wow. Krispy Kreme really was. That's good shit. Yeah, man. Still good shit Oh it's excellent And yeah. it, it, the best is like Just getting that dozen And then immediately eating one It literally melts In your fucking mouth yeah. It's so good Yeah But yeah man Krispy Kreme Let's uh Let's nosedive Let's dolphin dive Right into these topics Yeah Let's get it done bro Get her done uh, What is the first topic Of this week First topic um, is you Okay so there was Two movie trailers That dropped this week That I want to discuss The first one is A movie called Glass mm-hmm. Now I asked you to watch This movie trailer I did Um Initial impressions?
1: It's interesting. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Split yet. And this is all tied into each other, which I guess was kind of the... the Theme? Yeah, well, the hidden Easter egg in Split is like, oh my God, it's in the same universe as Unbreakable, which essentially they're superheroes. Mm-hmm. So, um, Or they have superpowers, say necessarily heroes. Uh, so, And now they're going with Mr. Glass, who was a character in Unbreakable.
0: And uh, I think it's interesting. Because this is the, well, it's not the first one, but it's the first one in what feels like a very long time since we've gotten you know the barrage of DC and Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and this is from neither. And so what really kind of fascinates me is how well this movie is going to stand the test of time. Because when was the last one released? Like 2009, 2010, would you say? Well, Split? Yeah. Well, Split was oh, a couple of years ago. A couple years split. ago? Like 2015. Well, it 15. does feel like kind of forever, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? it's been Because we've been... A you know, Marvel's dropped like six movies since yeah. then, just, he kind of gets buried. Yeah. Absolutely. Um uh blah, blah, blah. how do you feel about Samuel Jackson? Cuz I haven't seen any of the any of the previous movies.
1: Uh I mean, like I said, he was in the previous as the character. So, um you know what to expect, you know? But it's it, like I said, it looks cool and it's and my and apparently he's been coming back to form. That's good cuz you good, know for a minute he was kind of like a meme machine uh with just pumping out bad movies and but we all I think people quickly forgot how much of a fucking wonderkin he was when he first Broke started, out, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's good to see him back in form because I heard the visit was pretty fucking
0: good, and that was him. Yeah, I heard good things about it as well. Yeah, so. my uh, what I really enjoy is that we get to see um, Samuel Jackson. Like again, like I said, I haven't seen any of the previous ones. Uh, we we essentially get to see an old crazy Jules in a wheelchair. You know, he's got the same yeah hair, and uh, and I'm a big fan of James McAvoy. Um, yeah, as all you know, and he's in the movie. He looks like he's gonna be the main villain. Big fan of him uh. and his career, so uh yeah, I'm just kind of we'll, we'll see what kind of happens to this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna give it some room to breathe, but I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, should probably check out the older ones. Okay. Yeah, because
1: uh Bruce Willis, his his angle is like he's unbreakable, so like he's the opposite of Gla- of Mr. Glass, where he's like you can't you can't destroy him. While Mr. Glass is like the guy from fucking SpongeBob who sold- <laughs> glass bones. Yeah, yeah. Every every morning I break my neck, like that that type of thing. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, um, it's interesting. And we'll see what, where
0: uh, Shyamalan, Shyamalan, my ding dong, goes with this. Fun fact, my buddy's dad was roommates with Shyamalan in, like, the 80s in New York. Really? Yep. That's kind of cool. Cool cool little tidbit there. Yes, sir. Um, and then the next one is Alita Battle Angel, which is, uh, the trailer was dropped.
1: I actually, I have not seen this. I know you told me to. I forgot.
0: So, um, this, this is kind of a movie that I've kept on my radar. Okay. Because I knew it was in production for a bit now. It was kind of one of those movies where it's been in and out, in and out, and it's finally getting its full development. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe it's Steven Spielberg at the helm. So it essentially tells the story, again, in like a dystopian future, blah, blah, blah. Uh, The daughter of this inventor is, I guess, a robot, and she's the last of the quote-unquote battle angels, but she doesn't know it, Okay. right? So think think like, uh, she's like a Valkyrie, right? That's a really good comparison, actually. She's like a Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. She's the last one living. She's the only one that survived this crazy big battle. And then, you know, the bad guys figure out. They're like, holy shit, there's another Valkyrie or one of these battle angels out there. And so they're trying to get Alita. And this whole time, it's kind of like a coming to being an upbringing story where the girl is like kind of defying her dad. And the dad's like, no, you don't want to know who you really are because you used to be a murder machine. Blah, blah, blah. It's one of those grown up tales. Um, I'm kind of excited for this movie. Okay, cool. If I'm That's, being honest with you. Sounds interesting. She's got them big bug eyes, which might kind of weird you out at first. But, <laughs> but after I saw the trailer, I kind of got used to it. You yeah. Know? But uh, be on the lookout for that. I it's Spielberg, so I have hope. But I'm not gonna give it a pass because it's Spielberg. I get you. You feel I, me? I feel you. Feel me? Be, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Glass is December, and I want to say Alita is January. Yeah. So keep those two on your winter radars because we really don't have much in winter this year. Well, we have. Hot, well, we have it? the new Fantastic Beasts Creed, Venom Creed. And that's all I can think of off the top of my head right yeah. now. I'm sure there's something else that we're missing, but yeah. it's kind of you know no Star Wars, so that's uh it's good. Well, they well I guess they just announced the,
1: the the crew or the cast for the episode nine, and I guess there were some surprise. I didn't look too deeply in it because at this point I'm trying to pull the brakes on the hype train because I don't yeah. want to have a, another situation with like eight. yeah what we had with episode eight where we fucking wrote a better movie d- during this podcast than we ended up getting. You know, so, um,
0: yeah, I, man, stay away from, uh, stay I, away from, I think 99. the
1: only thing that I could think of that at
0: the top of my head, that's noteworthy is that they are going to use archived footage of Carrie Fisher. Yes. I saw that. And it's still JJ Abrams. Yeah. So that's good. Um, hopefully we get some more contingency. Yeah. More, um, more of the, I don't want to say more of the same, but more of the same wavelength. Yeah. There we go.
1: Cause, uh, at least, uh, it will line up with seven, I think tonally. Uh, cause that's where I think eight was definitely a turn and shift. Yeah. A turn in the other direction. Uh, but I mean, that's not like a, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But um, yeah, well, you guys have seen the reviews. The movie's yeah. been out for a year now. Yeah, we all know what. Uh... Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's just something that I, I wanted to mention. Also, I mean, I, I got, finally got to see the Incredibles yesterday. Incredibles two. Oh and, yeah. And I don't want to get too deep into. Like, we'll give you a review, man. I'm, well, I'm for, curious to see. Well, first off, holy fucking shit! You liked it? It was great. It was a great, great film. A little predictable uh, with the villain. Mm-hmm. I kind of. You kinda, saw it. I was like. Like that, yep. I mean, Adriana and Angel Adrian was like, uh huh, <laughs> like definitely. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was great, man. They had some fucking phenomenal action sequences in that fucking film. Oh, yeah, absolutely great, like fucking fantastic. And I'm gonna say it again for the hundredth time: Mrs. Elastic, uh, Elastic yeah. Girl, mm-hmm. is thicker than a fucking snicker. Oh my goodness gracious! And I like, I think you said it when you reviewed it. Like, I feel like they accentuated the lot of oh, those, especially with the motorcycle, man. Yeah, with those features, I was just like, mm, girl, hey, no, she hey, get no. it, they know. Yeah. It's
0: been what 15 years? 14 years, yeah. 14 years, yeah. Most of us are 18. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh. That was nice. Um quick little tidbit about the Incredibles. Uh I think they did a really good job. Which movie do you like better, one or two? One. One. Yeah. That's fair. I will say uh-huh. though
1: that the difference in technology like how great they looked was like mind-blowing to me. Like yeah. Like I said, it's been 14 years, so obviously that's a long period of time, especially when it comes to this kind of like technology. Mm -hmm. But like, wow, like they really stepped up their fucking game as far as like animation and all
0: that. Yeah, no, like you said, there were some really great sequences in there, and it really kind of gave it the feel of big action. Yeah, you know, and it's easy to say that with animated films, but it was indeed an awesome movie, and I think the the villain uh, was was pretty well fleshed out. It was obvious, but I liked
1: the. I mean, I. I disliked it, but I liked at the same time that, that strobe effect because a, it was like beautiful, but at the same time it was annoying. Really good aesthetic. Yeah. But it was, but it was annoying because you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're having a fucking strobe. It's going to hurt your eyes. But, uh, I think it was a a very interesting choice. And I think, uh, I, I just liked, I mean, Adrian said that I liked that elastic girl was the fucking star of this movie.
0: Yeah. I think, um, the Incredibles did a really good job of, (sighs) Uh kind of fleshing out. Yeah, because it's really, you know, it's easy to say that who your favorite is in one. Yeah, considering that none of them are really super deep, but in this one you get to see it. You get to see a lot of jealousy in Mister Incredible. Yeah. You get to see Elastigirl be the star. You get to see the kids grow up and and fucking hey man, Jack Jack was hilarious. Stole the fucking show. Great, right? Yeah. And the the whole uh, what's her name? The aunt The ant. Oh Edna. Edna with the suit thing. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was fucking great. So
1: good. Because at first she was like, "Oh, I don't want to do it," and then as she starts to see his ability, she's like, "Okay, let me sit, let me study this kid," because that's all she really cared about. She was fascinated with his abilities. Because good stuff. Let, let's face it, Jack Jack is fucking overpowered as shit. Like, oh, absolutely, that's ridiculous. His abilities that like he was able. <laughs> you got to give him a cookie. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. Um, and like I said, the action sequences, uh, Frozone had a little bit of time to shine oh, yeah, too. Um, and I'm excited to see what's next. Um, we'll see. I trust them. Uh, again, Pixar does not let down very often.
0: Uh, Maybe give us some more time to breathe. Yeah, because you can't. Um, I'm sure if you go back to back with these movies, we're going to get sick of them real quick. Yeah, I think that's part of why we enjoyed too, because it's been 14 years, man. Yeah, I want to see some more. Definitely. So uh, give it, give it some time. Give us some time to miss it. Yeah, that's for sure. Rolling with the punches. Our next topic. I put this on there. Um, I, you know, sometimes I forget it's a Scorsese film, but The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I saw this. I thought this was funny. <laughs> so fun little fact about 90% of that movie was accurate uh-huh. as confirmed by Jordan Belfort. Yeah. And, um, y- you know, he is a pathological liar though. Keep that in mind. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Um, Scorsese has a tendency to be very accurate to the source material with mm-hmm. his works, especially with things like Goodfellas. like, uh, the real Henry Hill said that 95% of that movie was accurate. The only big difference was that, um, Joe Pesci's character, um, fuck what was his name in the movie? Uh, uh no. Polly. Is it Polly? No, I don't think it was Polly. Joe Pesci's character, um Tommy? Tommy. It was Tommy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Joe Pesci's character in real life was like six three and two hundred and eighty pounds and nobody fucked with Tommy. Yeah. And that's terrifying. But you know, Pesci filled the role. And um and he said yeah, ninety five percent of that movie was accurate. And so looking examining the Wolf of Wall Street, ninety percent of that movie was accurate. And the really scary accurate part was the amount of drugs that Jordan Belfort did. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a daily routine for him. Mm -hmm. Of course, they had to change a couple things, like, with the plot points. Like, when the yacht sank, they weren't headed to Sweden. It was for something totally unrelated. But the yacht did indeed sink. Um, Yeah, man. You know, it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, wow, you know. Considering this movie kind of really embellishes (laughs) Uh, the whole. That that was
1: such a funny scene, too. Oh,
0: my God. And the bird part was true. Okay. Where the bird blew the fucking plane up. But the only difference was Jordan Belfort didn't see it. Oh, cool. He found out about it later, but in the movie, you know, Leo sees it. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and Jordan Belfort spent a little under four years for all the shit he did under four years yeah. at a low security prison with an actual tennis court, with a theater, with all these crazy things. So he he didn't really do much time. Hey, man, it is what it is. Well, yeah, because yeah, he did like uh, Raging Bull, which
1: is a Jake LaMotta story. who was a boxer who was famous. That yeah, was pretty accurate from what I understood. I think Jake LaMotta's family appreciated it. Even though you know, it wasn't the most satisfying or the most uh, endearing light. Mm-hmm. It was his story. You know what I mean? You're not Absolutely. always you're not always the hero. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: Shout out to Scorsese. I really love his directing style. I'm yeah, excited right to see The Irishman. Yes, sir. Um and yeah, you you know, I always forget that Wolf of Wall Street is, is one of his films because he has so many great fucking bangers and yep. legendary films. And and kind of seeing this, like the the historical accuracy of everything. He hit it on the fucking nose, and I think that's what kind of like shocked me. I was like, "Holy shit!" I thought he was just embellishing, yeah. you know. But no, this is based on a true fucking story. Yeah. Oh, and the midget thing didn't really happen. They contemplated it in a meeting, but it didn't get past that. <laughs> that's so. Yeah, that's I mean, great. That's good. <laughs> Fun little tidbit. These things they get together. They talk. They talk. <laughs> Last thing we need is bad PR. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so actually, there is something that I want to talk about before you keep moving on, because. I contributed, just not on the physical sheet, sheet, but in my head, I'm like, these are the things I want to talk about. Have you heard of Castle Rock? It sounds familiar. Castle Rock is a Hulu series that I think just came Ah, out. Yes, that's where it's from. Um, Do you know what the premise of this is? No, no idea. The premise of it is, is that it's essentially all of Stephen King's novels all put into the same universe. Okay. So it's like the multiverse of Stephen King books, mm-hmm. or Stephen King's universe. And uh, I guess they have like a lot of references towards each other, and it's a story centered around like, outside characters, but they're all like related, intertwined with all his books. So um, Adrian is obviously very intrigued. she's a big Stephen King fan. And it's just something I wanted to mention because I know uh, Mark Bernardin, who does Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith, is uh, a writer on it. And just something I wanted to throw out there for the people who may be interested. Uh, it sounds intriguing. Uh, Halloween is around the corner-ish. So it would be nice to kind of get that spooky spooky vibes going already uh, going into this Halloween season. Uh, and with that, I mean, I know you had something else on the docket. But we I, we are going to address uh, some of the Comic-Con news that came out for Halloween. Yes, I yes. don't know how detailed you want me to get with this because I know you said you kind of want to stay away hey, from g- it. Give me the overview. All don't right. Give me so too much sauce. So here's the deal. All right, so they talked about it. They showed the actual clip. It was a single shot, little snippet from the film, right? Approximately, I think they said like three, four minutes, right? And it perfectly, uh, I think, encapsulates the vibe that they're going for in this film, all right? So I'm going to give you a quick
0: description, and I kind of just want your opinion on it. Sure. And uh, just, just to preface this, I, aside from... Jacob telling me yesterday that, hey, they showed some Halloween stuff on SDCC and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. I haven't seen or heard or anything else. So okay. this is new information to me. All right. So the the, the
1: shot, it's like I said, a single shot. So the, the shot follows Michael going through a backyard. Right. He goes to a toolbox. He picks up a hammer. Right. Oh, I'm already getting the chills. All right. So he walks into the back of this person's house. Right. You see nothing off screen. You hear her scream and then you hear nothing. Right. And then it kind of follows Michael's into the house. Right. And he's walking through the house. And you see the body on the fucking kitchen table, just like destroyed, massacred. He walks out to the front of the house, right? And there's kids everywhere, everywhere. So it's because it's Halloween. You know what I mean? There's kids surrounding him. The shot you've seen from the trailer, you know, you see him coming out and he was like that whole thing. And off to the, when he walks out, it's panning down the street. And off to his right is a lady who's like, because they know he's loose. They know he's out there. She's kind of like kind of creeped out and looking out the window and he walks down the gangway alley and she's still looking. And you could see him approach behind her oh and slit her throat. And that was it. That was what, like I said, that's like, that's what they wanted to show. And the fact that they have, I, I know I mentioned this like multiple times, the fact that they have Jamie Lee Curtis on a panel at Comic-Con to talk about this just shows their confidence in what they're, what they're, what they're going to do with this film. So just a basic overview of How do you feel about that little clip You seem to be
0: smiles So um, I just want your opinion I don't want to smile at Murder, man But that <laughs> sounds so good <laughs> I um, It's going to be good to see a um, Essentially a fresh iteration Of yeah. the franchise But I think it's going to retain A lot of the feel of the OG yeah. film And I'm excited um, I mean, we're both stupid hyped We got a lot of good stuff going on In October This film, this film being one of them Yeah um, so, uh, yeah, how how you feel about my boy now? You feel better about well, my boy, well, Danny McBride? Well,
1: uh, here's the deal, because when you bro- when we, we kind of broke this together when it all happened, they all started to come together. Uh, I was more I wasn't really worried. I was more intrigued than anything because it's just a weird, a funny kind of guy who's known for his it, funny yeah. kind of roles. With the he, he's part of the Judd Apatow crew. Yeah, he is. It's, uh, kind of taking on the role, and like people are like harp like harping about how great of a job that the the director and him did with writing this movie and like the fact the fact that they were able to convince Jamie Lee Curtis to come back the fact that they bought John Carpenter on set to again exec- yep. executive produce and kind of put his two cents in and to write the score uh, I think and I mean I, I think it's going to be it's going to be a big deal oh yeah it's going to be amazing and um, I'm excited because I'm a huge fan of the series I'm so big of a fan I showed you what I purchased earlier this week I,
0: yeah you know I, I saw I, I saw the thing come up and I didn't even think to tell you because I didn't think, you know, you're not, you guys aren't big on like records and vinyl and stuff. I didn't even think to tell you. And then you're like, Gabe, 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 Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought it because uh, Halloween
1: four and five, well, four is my favorite Halloween period. I understand how people may not think so highly of it, but my personal is my personal favorite one just because I think it captures the vibe. Uh, but um, it's, yeah, it's the, the soundtracks for the four and five. Uh, and it comes in this cool little steel slip case. Yeah, yeah. slip, steel uh, slip case and stuff like that. And I told totally Adrena, I'm like, this is why I bought myself for my birthday coming up. She's like,
0: Pfft. yeah, Attaboy, that's, a, that's a good choice. And, um, with a property like Halloween, I know you're not going to resell it, but somebody who is a reseller of records, um, that it's only going to go up. Yeah. It's only going to go up, you know? And, and, the, uh, and the
1: vinyls themselves are gorgeous. It's the white and blue. And then the other one is, uh, the the white and red, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, absolutely gorgeous pieces. I'm excited to see those come in. Yeah. I, um, the, I, you know, I said it before, I'll say it time and time again, the best part of owning a record, is being physically able to touch it and seeing all that extra you get. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not just an album cover now. It's like a living, breathing piece yeah. of art. And you're going to get a lot of cool shit with that. Yeah. I'm sure you will.
1: I'm excited. Uh, but, yeah, man, this uh, this Comic-Con trailer, kind of our talk was is really the hype train is going, is
0: chugging along. A couple of uh, smaller kind of Comic-Con things I want to highlight. First of all, uh, there is a new Pop Funko series, and I think you're going to get a good kick out of this. So it takes a lot of our favorite characters... Um, more notably me this is the one i remembered uh hellboy you know i'm big on hellboy and dark horse yeah. there is a line oh excuse Ooh, me Jesus. a line of funko pops dedicated to conan o'brien so there's like a hellboy conan o'brien and it looks fucking hilarious they're super cute and uh yeah you know he's just that big now oh, has been that big i should say really that's cool and then they did a hercules line of funko pops and i want the hades one cuz okay. i fuck with hades yeah. i fuck with meg yeah, that was early, early sexual awakening right there, Meg from Hercules. Um, yeah, man, cool stuff, cool stuff.
1: Uh, what did I say to you? Um, fuck. You know what my favorite thing about my favorite thing? Conan O'Brien's ever did. Huh. He brought Rob Gronkowski and Marshawn Lynch from the Super Bowl, and they played Mortal Kombat X. Like this is when X X was stewing. <laughs> so like they showed like fatalities and shit on screen, and he's just hearing the crowd react like, oh my god, that is so fucking violent and over the top. Uh, and just having Marshawn, and she's like, "Oh fuck that!" He just got up. And, <laughs> uh, he got up and left. He's like, "Ah!" He's like, "You got it out of your fucking mind. What's wrong with you?"
0: I'm sure that was great PR from Nether Realms. Oh, Studios. it was great
1: because like uh, they had the um, I think it was Kano's fatality where he fucking just cuts you at the fucking belly and your fucking yeah. innards fall out and everybody's like, "Oh!" And Marshawn's like, "Ah!" I'm getting up. I'm not, I'm not fucking doing that. So I just I
0: thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good stuff. But yeah, that's just a side note. But um, you got anything else from Comic Con that you want to talk about? From Comic Con, no. I did pre-order a record um it's a rick and morty record and you know um that's rick and Morty's fucking massive right all mm-hmm. right and um it, it i bought the nicer one so it's the rick and morty soundtrack but the case for it is like this clear case with leds in it and it lights up and it looks like the portal gun oh. the portal gun portal so i thought that was pretty fucking cool that's pretty cool so yeah i i, I opted in for the nicer one because i was like this thing is gonna look good mm-hmm. it's gonna sound good and uh, the, I think they're like the regular one. is called the Loser's Edition or some shit because, you know, <laughs> yeah. Justin Roiland and... Yeah, man. Good stuff. Um Yeah, I, something else on the,
1: on the movies topic.
0: You want to talk about Stone Alive? This is you. Well, I don't know what the fuck Stone Alive is.
1: This is you. I didn't put that on here.
0: Man, shit, Stone... Shit is... Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, now I remember what it is. Stone Alive is a rework of Home Alone, but with a horror aspect. And I believe Ryan Reynolds is playing in it. Oh, Stoned yeah, that's alive. what it
1: was. So it's homo. So is there a child involved?
0: Uh, I think it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is the child. <laughs> yeah, I I want to say that's what
1: it is. Stoned alive. It's interesting. It's
0: interesting, right?
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, I think Gabe's doing his research. See, see
0: now I'm looking up Stoned Alive, and there's just uh, African women stoned alive, or like all these things. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> it was a movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's kind of funny. Interesting take. That's out. what I believe it was. Yeah
0: interesting now i can't find anything on it you know shit just kind of shows up on this yeah docket sometimes yeah
1: like i there's like things that just like I, I don't remember putting it on you're like <laughs>
0: and this is one of those things i appears to be but yeah
1: if you're, if you're um
0: if, if that's not it which is probably isn't i'm sorry for the confusion but there is a home alone redux an r rated redux of home alone <laughs> it's not called stoned alive it was fucking ghost has access to this thing <laughs> but, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Copy
1: that. That sounds like interesting. something hmm. interesting that we will discuss on a later day because we don't know what the fuck it even is. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Gabe. So, moving on. So, I, I took off versus because... Because you're lazy. Yeah,
0: honestly. Cool. Um, but, yeah, man. This this is you, man. Okay, so um, a little update on the Black Ops 4 thing. There are now factions and zombies. So, there's four factions you get to choose from and... According to the developers and some leaked sources, depending on which faction you choose, it's gonna affect the story okay. of how zombies is gonna progress. And I think it's kind of an interesting move. Okay. Because we did get factions in you know Mortal Kombat and it kinda of worked seamlessly. It wasn't really there. But now what we're getting is factions directly affecting how the story plays out. Okay. And uh, something like this kind of excites me, but also kind of concerns me. Yeah. Because, yes, you're adding replayability, where if, you know, you change factions or have a buddy who's a different faction. But it's also kind of one of those things where, is it going to do anything for you in-game? Like, what about those who don't really give a shit about the story and just want to plow zombies, you know? Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. The, uh, the more news we get about Black Ops Four, the more I'm intrigued, and the more I want to pre-order it. Yeah. But I'm holding myself back. Yeah. I really am because I got. I mean, you know, we preach against pre-ordering games and yeah. pre-ordering this and that. Yeah. And it's just you know, it's one of those where they're like doing a really good job of drawing me in, but I'm not sold yet. Interesting. So yeah, factions and
1: Black Ops Four zombies. It's it's interesting. I just feel like um, any time and Mortal Kombat's a prime example of that. Any time you put like a faction kind of a mechanic in a game it just kind of becomes like you said just kind of becomes background noise so to speak because that's what it was in mortal kombat it was,
0: it was what you get it as um like weekly challenges or some shit like that yeah, and not then... even that i don't
1: think i've ever even pulled off a faction kill in a mortal Con- and an online mortal kombat game
0: i've had a couple of the affection fatalities because those were those are actually pretty well done i'll give credit for those
1: yeah but it's just like like you said it just kind of came background noise and yeah. then every time you would log online to play like some online like fights it'll be like oh affection battle uh, it's like oh that's good you ever great. played
0: the uh, mkx the uh like the faction raids i think they called them where you'd fight or, like a really fucking OP. Yes. yeah those were a pain in the yeah. ass
1: they had those in uh injustice as well uh and pff, yeah fuck man <laughs> yeah man uh, but I get it, but um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know um, about... Uh, I'm kind of up in the air about it myself because I, I trust Trey I've talked about it a million times. I trust them, uh, but there are things that I don't care for, the lack of story being one of them and the incorporation of a Battle Royale mode, which I feel is completely unnecessary, and it's, they're just fucking biting the hype on that one, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. But with that, uh, there was a little bit of news in regards to... Uh, very, my probably the most game I'm looking forward to the most next is that we, apparently we have a leak, quote-unquote release date for The Last of Us Part 2. There we go. It's supposed to be late March of next year. The game will be out. I
0: think that's a little soon. Honestly, I did not anticipate it being that early. Mm, well, let me throw this up. There is Naughty Dogs mm-hmm. and knowing Naughty Dogs, they showed us exactly how much they wanted to. Mm-hmm. This game could be done for all we know, really. Mm-hmm. And now it's just PR and hype. They were very hush hush about like how far along they were uh, during E3.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're not gonna say nothing until we feel comfortable.
0: Well, like I said, it's a developer that kind of knows what they're doing. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's a leak. It could be completely wrong. Yeah. It happens all the time. But if it is late March, it's Naughty Dog, so we completely trust them. You know, like yeah, our, our wallets are in their hands because yeah. they're not gonna misuse our cards.
1: That's true. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like you said, that they're they're not gonna put a, they're not gonna push out a half baked product, especially. With I, I feel it might be the most anticipated game within the last five years or so because it's just so it's just a fucking beast of a game and um,
0: you know honestly I wouldn't pa- put it past Naughty Dogs where they're where they drop the next trailer and they're like yeah game's out next Friday I wouldn't put it past yeah. them <laughs> and it's not and it won't hurt their sales at all no it won't because then people it's gonna cause mass hysteria yeah. At GameStop yeah that's exactly what that's gonna cause that's for sure
1: and uh, that alone will will get you hype because you're like I can't find it anywhere. You know what I mean? And that would cause hype. Uh, I'm kind of for that. I think uh, you and I talked about this before, like where the whole secret show kind of thing doesn't really exist anymore. And I kind of wish that they like a lot of people like in the music and in games where they kind of be like, not only is it coming out soon, it's coming out at the end of the week. Go fucking nuts, people. You know what I mean? I
0: think Under Oath did a nice job of kind of bringing that mentality back. Yeah. Because when they did come back the very first time, they played a secret show in Florida. And then they, you know, they did the Chicago secret show where I still don't fucking know where the fuck it was. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, man, uh, they're kind of bringing that old school mentality back. And I think it's harder to pull that off with games Yeah. because Naughty Dog is massive. They're fucking big. And they're one of the few studios that can pull it off. And they got shareholders and shit too. That's like the thing, but they'll know. They'd probably know. Right.
1: But then that, like their thing would be like, we got to hype it as much as we can because we got to sell as many copies as we can. So the police, la la la. But at the same time, um, this is, like you said, this Naughty Dot probably is one of the most trusted hands in gaming.
0: Because, yeah, you know, if EA did that, if they're like, hey, uh, here's a massive trailer, the game's coming out next week, people are going to be like,
1: mm, Yeah, let definitely.
0: Me, let me get a list of all the employees who ever worked on this game. We're going to do background checks and this and that. And, yeah, You know, EA just doesn't earn our trust uh-huh. the same way. Yeah, You know? So I, I get it from like a shareholder point of view, but it still sucks. Uh, there's a lot of... Beatings that come with working in the game industry—it's just yeah. the way, it is the nature of the beast. Uh-huh. So I guess we will find out. Yeah. But March is around the corner soon. Yeah, it's still six months. Yeah, that's true. It's still six months. It's actually
1: like eight months. I, I think we'll we'll figure out how true it is if in the next couple of months we. Don't well, we find should subscribe. know by like October. Yeah, if we don't hear nothing, then I'm thinking it's safe to assume that that's that would be incorrect. But. Um, yeah, man, the hype train that the hype train is chugging along too, and uh, man, that's gonna because uh, obviously won't be out for the new year. I think God of War got Game of the Year wrapped up pretty much. Uh, it's pretty yeah.
0: Save your big boys for next year because it's uh, it's under wraps now. Yeah,
1: it's, it's basically it's a wrap on that in that category. I mean, like from a personal standpoint, it was it was my game Game of the Year, but I don't always qualify Game of the Year. It's that the game, the best game that came out that year. It's the game that I played the most of this year. Siege and it would probably be Siege, but as far as like big releases this year god of war takes it i think it's very hard to even begin to try to explain anybody else
0: sure as long as we're on the topic of gaming let's talk about how um rainbow six made a full revival Mm -hmm. how um three years ago this game was kind of shit it was dead yeah and uh and how now the active fan base is more than ever
1: 30 million people
0: and it's crazy isn't it and um we, you know I, I hate to kind of beat a dead horse, but Ubisoft takes care of their product, and now we kind of get a glimpse of the product that they've been neglecting. <laughs> yeah, because uh Rainbow Six Wildlands Ghost Recon. No, it's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Ghost Recon Wildlands. They're doing a a crossover with Rainbow Six Siege, and um you know you get to see Cavi without the the paint, and you get to see this and that. And, you know I've seen some like Jaeger stuff or Blitz, one of those two. Huh. And um and they got like crossover things and. I think my feelings about this game is best summed up by a tweet I saw that says, the only reason you should ever buy Wildlands is to boot it up and get the get the weapon skin for Siege and close it out.
1: Yeah, I know that uh, Nikki liked it. I know he played a, quite a bit of it. Um, but I look at it and I see The Division all over again.
0: Which that, is another one of their failed products.
1: Yeah, which was a, bi- a big flop because that was supposed to be, the, oh,
0: so good. And then they had a month of hype and then it was gone. But, you know, Siege really shouldn't have succeeded because it's this kind of one-off game that's probably not going to get a sequel, but it's holding up fantastically even three years later. Like I said, you know, it's probably the best it's ever been. And they consistently, you know, they're up with the community, they're consistently making improvements, and this is the game that I've been probably most excited about since online wise cod Four. story wise assassin's creed 2 so that just kind of shows you that it's been a while for yeah. me you know it's been a very long while for me yeah it's um
1: again like you said I kind of feel like we're beating the dead horse in this regard but like i can't i don't think it, sh- it, it can be overstated uh the success story that is siege
0: uh, honestly you could because we're coming to a close of this gen's the life cycle. Yeah, it's not you know, it's not m- all mass production is going to be halted tomorrow. Yeah, but we're winding down. We're yeah. getting to that point. And honestly, if Siege was ported over to the next gen, and if I had you know any fucking reason to buy a next gen, that's probably going to be the first game I get mm-hmm. was Siege. Yeah, you know. But yeah, man, it should be fun. I know that there, because um because like
1: you said, it, it came out. There was hype behind it. It was a game that was looked forward to. A lot of people saw it when it came out as an unfinished product, which it was. Uh, it was like a game that was in beta. It, it was essentially.
0: It's an online only game. It's an online only multiplayer game. That's, yeah. what, that's exactly what it is. Yeah.
1: And it was like a, like I said, like a beta. There was very limited content. There wasn't that many, you know, fucking yeah. uh, so. operators. You know what I mean? There was very li- limited tactical kind of decision making that you could make. And now it's just grown into this fucking thing. Behemoth. Yeah, this is this giant creature. The epitome of tactical shooter. Yeah, and uh, I, as far as like, cause I like it, it. The reason why I like it so much is because it reminds me of a time before Call of Duty. All right, it reminds me of Vegas. I haven't been this excited to play a shooter, a tactical shooter, since Vegas. And that shit, that shit, that speaks to me as a person. You know remember what
0: I mean? the uh, the level on the Eiffel Tower in Vegas? That was two. That was Vegas two. You remember that?
1: Yeah, that was a bitch. Uh, <laughs> but I, like, here's the deal: like, I, I liked Vegas two, but I once I finished it and I, I played a little bit of the online, I went back to Vegas one. Vegas one probably still to this day one of my favorite shooters of all time. Just because Fair I don't know why, honestly, like because I don't know. It just I felt like you were sm- it was you were smarter. You felt it felt like you, the decisions you made fucking mattered. And that's, and the siege, that's, that's the epitome of it. You make a wrong step, you're going to die. Yep. Um, and, um, yeah, man, it goes to show. And I don't, and it's funny cause I, when I hopped in fucking uh, call of duty, I just fucking smashed face. My aim was on fucking point. Cause you have to be on point or you die. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, at, at, at siege. So, um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, that feeling when you're as one V three and you clutch it and you clutch it is the, like I said, I've hopped out of my chair multiple times due to, to siege. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. To kind of back up your point, I did pop in Infinite Warfare, which you know I still do enjoy. And even though like I'm doing like twenty two and six, mm-hmm. and you know I'm consistently like number one or two on the winning team, it's just not as satisfying. Oh no, not it's at just all. Nowhere near satisfying. Not, like, not
1: even when you get into those kill streaks, it's just like I don't fucking need a kill streak. I need a fucking angle. You know what I mean? Like. Give me a, I, uh, it's just, it's the reward system is just totally different. It's t- it's you could, I could, like you said, you said this a couple weeks ago, you could fucking bump a re- uh, fucking your music in the background and, play and just Ca- completely zone out yeah, yeah. and play call of duty and just zone out and sure you'll have fun, but you know, it's a game On to the next one. Seizure
0: rewards the smart player. Mm-hmm. Seizure rewards, the patient player, subjective seizure mm-hmm. rewards, the hunter. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Cause you could be on either end of that. Yeah. Um, Siege rewards those Who put in time Yeah Because Siege Is For the most part Fair Yeah Call of Duty rewards The Quick uh, The uh, I think quick is the right word The broken weapon Because they brought back The uh, The model uh, Akimbo shotguns (laughs) In Infinite Warfare (laughs) Oh girl you best know I got this shit (laughs) Akimbo ready to roll With my fucking skin (laughs) Yeah And um I like, but like it's so it's so incredibly
1: smart the way that they have it because you would think everything cancels out something. Yeah, teach. you would think that um, defending would be easier. That's that's my that's my point of view. But they balance that by giving them the defenders worse weapons because other than the MP5 and maybe Jaeger's assault rifle, vector, the vector, eh, but the fucking um, lion has a vector.
0: Oh yeah, he does. Yeah.
1: And the vector is fucking hard. It's a fucking bullet hose. But if you can't hit your shots, you can't hit your shots. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, uh,
0: When I first started playing, you know, I was always defense is better. But defense has kind of been stressful for me lately, man. <laughs> I've been. Whew. I mean, you saw those plays we had on theme park yesterday. Yeah. We're just rolling with the headshots. Yeah. Um,
1: And it's like, uh, uh, you know, uh, I was the fact that I was able to get you to sign on, I think, has helped on the longevity of my because, like, I hopped in and out, like, frequently. Uh, there was playing other games or whatever maybe, but like now that I have a buddy playing all the time, basically it's like definitely
0: brings the game to life. Yeah, and I'm still waiting for crossplay. I don't know if we're ever gonna get it. But the moment we do, we got a full team of five. Yeah, That's just how it is. Okay, and I hate to tell you, I'm gonna pick it up for PC, bastard. But I'm probably not gonna like main it on PC till the PS4 is like officially dead. Yeah,
1: yeah, bastard.
0: You know what's cool though? Um, you can get uh the Battlefront Two stars, Battlefront Two. For like six or seven bucks on Steam. Yeah. And there's still like an active community. And there's still servers up. And you can play that online still.
1: You know what I saw? I saw Destiny 2 with the expansion available for 20 bucks. <laughs> Destiny 2. That's a fucking. A yeah. Remember how. Okay. Remember how fucking hyped the first Destiny was? It was supposed to be the new Halo. It was going to be a lot of this, that, and the other thing. And it, it, did total, well. it did well. It well. It sold well. It, I would say it was a complete failure on the
0: the uh, what's it called the creativity of Bungie. they tried something new um it received positive feedback overall it was a good experience they did do some dumb shit and they did do some quote-unquote improvements that ruined the game but it was a good venture into new uncharted territory
1: yeah i mean i guess but i i will never forgive them just to do the fact like well our game wasn't really finished so we'll give you bare minimum, and then we'll charge you for the, the content that makes. Oh, that's me- just the business model now. Yeah,
0: don't don't take it personally against Microsoft uh, or Bungie. It's,
1: it's not. Well, it's the business model. If you're a piece of shit, Treyarch. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're, if you're EA, you're a piece of shit. Activision. Uh, yeah, as a whole. But like, if you are do it right, like Siege. If you do it like right, like Smite. Not everybody takes care of their product like high res. Blizzard, well, Ubisoft, but well, here's the well. Here's the deal about that. You notice how people are still playing Siege? Why? Because they take care of it. People yeah. are still playing Smite and Smite old? Why? Because they take care of it. They show love. They have a content that comes out that costs you nothing. Essentially, you could grind your ass off. Where oh game yeah, guy. you
0: could get everything in that game. Yeah, you just had for to nothing. You just got to work for you it. You just
1: got to work for it. But these games that come out every year, these are the ones that are
0: in the business of butt fucking their consumer base. You know what I mean? So because it's there's a difference between. Pay to look good and pay to win. Yeah. There's a massive difference between those two. Yeah. And that's what Siege and uh, Smite and things like Overwatch are. Overwatch, you, yeah. You, you awesome. pay to look good. Everything else is skill. Yeah. Overwatch you know? is definitely another one that should be put,
1: put in that kind of category.
0: You, you pay to look good. Yeah. You don't pay to win. Yeah. Because all the,
1: cause technically, you know, all the ops for... Oh, bless you.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I'm good. It's I'm gone? Good. Is yeah. it gone? Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, all the ops for, for Siege can be... F- oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I lied. Rest in peace, headphone users. Yep. Uh, but all the operators are free if you just grind it. All the gods are free if you grind I... Overwatch, they actually <laughs> are free. You don't have to grind anything. They come. And,
0: and here's the thing. I haven't spent a single cent on Siege. Mm-hmm. I haven't because I got a refund for the whole thing. You know, that, that happened like way back when. But I've gotten my kind of operators down, and now I'm just kind of exploring and expanding, you know? Yeah. And I'm viable, bitch. I'm viable. (laughs) We got to work on your aim, bro. Uh, Sometimes I'm just like, what is she doing? (laughs) Oh, no. It's that rust, man. That first game we played yesterday. Oh, so rough. Yeah. (laughs) I I got it back, man. I got it back with that. Like I said, that theme park play with the headshot back-to-back.
1: Yeah. I'm forever in gold right now, though, man. I'm in gold fucking... Uh, what's the word? A purgatory right now. Oh, purgatory? Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, I'll have my good days. I'll have my off days. It's just one of those things. Yeah. But um, You can definitely
1: tell right away, though, what you... <laughs> what kind of day you're having. Because <laughs> some days, games like, oh, oh, I, two kills. Oh, call out.
0: And then other games, the game's like, oh, man. <laughs> my, uh... So, uh... <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear this, but um, that that last round we played yesterday um, where I didn't pick a character, my, uh... <laughs> my girlfriend had walked in the room wearing something really skimpy and i was like i was like focused on that and all i heard through the headphones is Gabe, Gape, no no you, you didn't pick a character and i was like oh shit i'm playing recruit you got a kill though i got two kills yeah you got two kills there you go there you go so all is forgiven if you fucking get a kill i, I, I told her i was like woman <laughs> that's funny God. yeah man i was like well, that's was, why you signed out after the fact I, Good. I not to... have enough blood in my body for yeah. one head. But yeah. uh... <laughs> okay, to kind of wrap up the siege talk, um, I know you sent the stats site over today. Yes. What is your most played operator? Mute. Mute. Yeah. After it's all, it's interesting. This... After all this time, because I, I kind of main mute. Mute yeah. is like my backup main on defense. Yeah. Um, can you guess mine? Yours? Yeah. Uh, for oh, just total at all? Total. Captain. Yeah. Yeah. Captain. I still have the best KD with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: my it was mute. Uh, shit. No, it's going to bother me. It was Mute. Legion was up there. Jaeger. Jaeger's my number two. Jaeger's no. your number two? And I just picked him up. So And like statistically, I'm just fucking smashing face with fucking Jaeger, so I need to play with him more often. Um, I got Capkin, Thermite, and my number three is Mute. Oh, okay. Let me let me pull this up again real quick. Keep the conversation talking because I forgot exactly what my... Overall,
0: I kind of scrolled through this, and my accuracy is shown zero across the board for all my operators for whatever weird. Weird. weird reason, I guess. But I guess my most even one in regards to wins, losses, accuracy, KD is Thatcher. I'm pretty much fifty-fifty all across the board with Thatcher. Really? Like the KD, the win-loss ratio—it's like fifty-fifty within a point or two.
1: That's what I like about this game because you could like do that kind of research and you know I mean dive deep and kind of figure out like what like where you stand. Absolutely. Uh, so okay, let me pull this up real quick. Uh, Mute still my number one. Jaeger, Jaeger. Legion, Twitch, and Ash.
0: Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of shocked that I don't see as much Dukkevi on here. Um, I, I think you had a uh, – you, you played her when she came out, and then she kind of went into a lull, and now you're picking
1: her back yeah, up. Yeah, I kind of picked her back up again. So that's that. Well, Ash, Doc. I'm actually surprised Doc isn't higher because I, I used to main him on, on defense. Habana, I'm surprised she's not top five. I play a lot of Habana. Not as much these days, but Finca's up there. Thatcher I play a little bit of. Dukkevi. Yeah, man, it's, it's interesting. Uh, and like i said you could dive deep like um let me see because i know my it says my accuracy is 50 percent, but i have a really hard time believing that and if it's saying that yours is zero i definitely have a hard
0: time believing that. yeah I, would, I wouldn't trust that stat too much yeah uh but right now my worst operator is probably rook i have two kills and nine deaths with him yeah <laughs> that, was, that was like early siege days though when i was still learning yeah can't go sure. wrong with rook No, not at all he's because he has that uh passive passing plates
1: the passive, yeah, that passive ability where he could just fucking do what he wants. But,
0: yeah, man, um it's interesting. Good site. Good good research. Um, Let us not talk about Siege anymore <laughs> because we've spent probably a good 20 minutes on it. Yeah. But please, if you're looking for a game to pick up, it's 20 bucks, right? Hit now. us up on Twitter. We're looking for people to play with, too. Absolutely. Okay, so I came up with a game. Where we're gonna swap one actor in any movie and we're gonna try and make it as bad as possible. That's the movie. I'm sorry. That's the goal of this game. Um, I want to start off. I finally, me and my girlfriend saw Goodwill Hunting, and Talk I know you've been it. you've been egging me about it. It's good. It's really good. I see why you like it. Um, you you kind of resemble Damon in that sense. Do I? Well, maybe not the intelligent portion, <laughs> but the upbringing. Yeah. You know? And like I see it. it. It's a good movie. Um. Did I love it? No. It was a good movie regardless. You know, it doesn't like break my top five yeah, films. I got you. But, yeah. um, I'm going to ruin this and we're going to replace Robin Williams with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> That's good. I yeah. Like that. All right. Um, go ahead ruin another movie for me. Oh, shit. You okay. can only swap out one actor,
1: one actor or, or actress. actress. Yep. Yeah. Um,. Shit. Uh, shit You're going to have to give me a second on that one Gabe You're going to have to give me a second I have to think I'm going to have to think on that one Sure You have any more?
0: Absolutely I got a couple Interesting ones Okay Now I'm not going to Rely on the bad actor Kind of aspect of it I'm just trying to see the weird Yeah Um, Let's replace Mark Hamill In 456 With Tom Hanks Kind of an interesting one. And okay. I don't know if he'd necessarily be bad. Oh. I just think the story would be completely fucking different. Yeah, because then bit. you don't have that whiny bitch aspect of <laughs> Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and I just kept running and running. <laughs> oh, and man. Auntie Mae said, don't stop running from the sand people. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. I'm th- I got to
1: think. I got to think. Okay. Um... Let's, uh, we'll take The Godfather. Oof. All right.
0: Let's soil The Godfather. Let's see. Who are we get uh, We're going to replace Marlon Brando. Let's replace Marlon Brando. He's like the cornerstone of that movie. I don't know. Movie. I don't know if it will make it... Like you, I don't know if You want to replace Michael?
1: No. I'm, Vinny? I'm, no. We're replacing Marlon Brando. Okay, Marlon Brando. And we're going to take... We're going to do a little time travel with this. And it won't be necessarily bad, but it'll be interesting. We're going to replace... Marlon Brando with today Jack Nicholson.
0: Uh, you know, I was thinking Jack Nicholson when you said Godfather, and yeah. I don't think it'd be a bad no. swap up, but you just first off you totally changed like the, the race, vibe. The vibe the, of, the movie, the race right? of the The race of the mob. <laughs> Number one. Um we've seen Jack Nicholson in the kind of Don-ish, not quite full Don, full fledged, but we've seen him as like the head of, you know, an organization in the departed. Mm-hmm. And I just think with him at the helm of the mob, it'd be more of like a psychological fuck you in your face movie than the kind of, you know, drama. Yeah. Yeah. than the big kind of Bellagio that it is. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I feel like he'd be trying to cut off Vinny's ear or some shit. Yeah. You know, that's that's just me, though. That's my, you know. Kind of thing. With oh, dude, see. you're gonna hate this. Oh, oh, you got another one. In
1: the vein of what we were talking about earlier, we're going to replace Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf on Wall Street with fucking Robert Panson from Twilight. <laughs> yeah, suck on that one. We're gonna
0: replace Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> in The Departed with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> well, first off, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna stop you right there. All right, god damn it, because Brendan Fraser was a fucking star. Oh, no, but by no means is he a bad actor. He's a, he's a very good actor. Yeah. He's just falling out of the limelight. Yeah. Which happens. Yeah. But just imagine that. <laughs> with with that with the same haircut he had in the Mummy movie. <laughs> just imagine it.
1: First off, don't you disrespect Brendan Fraser in my house ever again. <laughs> God damn it. I miss him so much. Yeah, right? Uh, fuck. No, yeah.
0: completely different movie, though. Yeah, for sure. Because I've never seen that side of Brendan where Boy. he's ready to beat the shit out of a cop when he's also an under... Are you a cop? Yeah. <laughs> Let me think. Uh
1: hmm.
0: make it count. Make
1: it count. I'm trying to like think of a movie that has like a lot of Let's lot. replace
0: Jamie Lee Curtis with Sarah Silverman. No, let's replace oh! her with uh with Amy Schumer. Oh! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> oh
1: god. Jamie that Lee was... Curtis replaced with Amy that, Schumer. That, Ladies that was... and
0: gentlemen, we, we have found the worst movie in existence. <laughs> Halloween never got up off its feet, <laughs> neither has Amy Schumer. <laughs> Let us move on into music. Oh, God. How would you feel about that game? It
1: was nice. It it was a little
0: cringy. Yeah, I had to put some thought into it, but we could do it. Very cool. Uh, Let's talk some music news and reviews. Yeah. Uh, I want to twist the limelight onto Ice Nine Kills. We talked about this. Um, I believe it's over now, but they had a uh, Kickstarter thing. Where you got to hang out in the house where the screamer happens. Yep. And that's in Massachusetts, no, Oregon. In, it's, no, it's in California. California? Yeah. I, yeah I'm kind of sketchy on my scream. Santa Clara, I think it is. Uh, yeah, I'm still... I'm kind of rough on scream. I've seen them. I just don't... You know, I'm not heavily invested. Uh, is
1: that because you haven't really watched them or
0: you just it wasn't in your bag? It's, they weren't bad. I just think that kind of when Scary Movie came along, I found more life in that than in some of the... Do you a favor? And rewatch them, rewatch them. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back and look into it. Um, I was actually trying to rewatch the Halloween movies, but I couldn't find them on any streaming service. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um, <laughs> fuck, what was I mentioning? So you get to spend a—it's uh, like this big house party at the fucking. Well, it's house. a tour. Yeah, it's a tour and First, a party, and a, then a house party, and then some of the higher-end tickets. Uh, you get to spend the night there. Yeah, and you get like this private show with Ice Nine Kills, mm-hmm. and I think they're really kind of selling the horror aspect, which is cool. Um, you know, mango tea versus mango infused tea. We had this discussion two weeks ago and they're really doing it. And I think that's really cool what it is, but I also think it's kind of super disrespectful. But whatever, you know, to the families of the people who got murdered. You're going to throw a fucking party and shit. I mean, it's not real game. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah.
1: (laughs) God damn it. Uh it, shit, but yeah, so that's that. To I'm, the
0: Hollywood families, like, but yeah, man, I, it's a cool thing. I believe it's over. Um, they're they're kind of pushing it hard, man. man. I think, I think it would have been cool, yeah. to, to go. Definitely, I'm a fan of.
1: Um, that's like my probably two or three, my second or third favorite franchise horror franchise of all time.
0: What is it? Halloween. Then it's Friday. No, I don't like Friday. Nightmare?
1: I like Friday, but not like that. Not like that. No, I don't like. I think The Omen's number two. Oh, yeah. okay, I wouldn't have guessed that. And uh, then scream? And then scream probably. Cool, cool. Um, you think you can guess mine? Yours? Yeah. Well, Nightmare is number mm. one. Really? Mm. What's number one then? Alien. Oh, okay, that makes alien, sense. Alien, man. Alien is way the fuck cuz it's cuz like it, it's so the line's so blurry with Alien, it's kind of hard to call it
0: simply simply horror even though it's you know what I mean? I know the first Alien is
1: horror obviously, but Alien I is, I,
0: I have an idea and when I get the rig back up and working, I will purchase the Alien game, and we will play it, and you're going to shit your pants. Yeah? Which one? It's a survival horror. Which one? Which was it? Alien Isolation. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We'll play it, and then then you tell me it's not a fucking horror Well, no.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Well,
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah. I know. We talked about this before. Aliens 2 is... Or Aliens. Aliens. an action movie. It's a really good action movie, but Alien is like a very good horror movie, and now we're kind of stuck in limbo in between one and two, and... Mm -hmm and you know there's a lot of good things they're doing and there's a lot of bad things they're doing but we'll see yeah but alien did one did you know
1: that rambo like completely like that's a franchise that completely changed his name sylvester sloan with, with, with rambo yeah did it really the first rambo was called first blood the second one was called first blood rambo part rambo two the third one was called rambo three it just fucking switched its name. It changed its name, huh? I just think that's kind of interesting, because like you ever see like uh, this is like an Angry Video Game Nerd thing or his uh, whole th- AVGN, yeah, his whole thing. But like he went through like uh, the, the the Link in Zelda timeline. Mm-hmm. He's like how like the latest point in the, it Zel- make sense, yeah. in the Zelda timeline is the first.
0: Zelda game, because everything is going back in time, alternate timeline universe. Blah, yeah, blah. just like Metal Gear, and it's fucking wacky as timeline. Devil May Cry, and it's fucking wacky as, yeah. as timeline. So, but I, but I could put together Metal Gear. It's it's like, it's the, the lines are so blurry with, with Zelda. Go ahead. Uh, interjection. Um, I can also probably put together the timeline of Metal Gear and Devil May Cry. But this is probably because we spent more time on those games that we have for probably any Zelda game out there. That's true. But I'm saying the time the timeline is defined because it's
1: defined. There's well, there's a hard line. Yeah, there's, they're they're, you know, they're based in the real so, you know, the real time. Well, Zelda like I said it has so many like alternate and jumping yeah, back and forth and this is the Zelda from this universe or la la different Zelda. Blah, blah. But um, yeah, I think that's funny.
0: But so anyway, back to 9 kills. Yeah, Good stuff. Sorry. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Um, I got another thing. Uh, when is the last time you heard from? When is the last time you heard of from first to last?
1: The last time I've heard of the, heard from them.
0: Yeah. Uh, I Probably know they 2015ish when they dropped that album, right?
1: Well, yeah, that was actually a pretty good. No, was it 2015? It might have been even earlier than that. Maybe. Well, their
0: last one was 2015. I want to say the one before that was like 2012,
1: 2011. Yeah, I I remember that one. The one that, like 2011ish. I remember that one. That album was pretty good. Um, uh, that was still with Skrillex, right? No, Skrillex dipped in fucking 06 or something like that. He was, he was. Copy I think that. he was on one album and he was gone.
0: Oh, copy that! I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, um, because he tweeted the other day, they're like, he was like, "Hey, uh, I did something with From First to Last," and they dropped a single, which I think led into an album. Mm-hmm. So check that out. From First to Last, they're mm-hmm. back again. It's been a long time. Well, 2015 was the last album. It hasn't been so well. What well, was, was? Skrillex. yeah. yeah it's I just thought time. it was kind of interesting. He's going back to his roots uh being you know the kind of the the granddaddy schmacko of dubstep yeah because
1: it's like because he came out with that and he was like on top of the like of the fucking totem pole for like
0: for a while there for a while
1: so i think it's kind of funny how a guy who was like mid to lower tier like you know post-punk or post-hardcore kind of a band like jumped from that to like becoming a king of uh Genre essentially, essentially, absolutely, and you while know, he's like, "Fuck that! I want to go back to what I did." I think that's kind of interesting, well, and it's like really like inspiring because he's like, "Fuck that! I want back to my roots, back to what I'm doing." Yeah,
0: and uh, you know, I heard he left um, because his vocals were shot. I heard that was one of the reasons why he left because he couldn't scream anymore, uh-huh. and so I think it was kind of an interesting turn of events. Um, never forget where he came from. Viewers and listeners mm-hmm. from all around the world pay homage to your origins. And for first to last, like it stopped.
1: They, you know, with the most recent stuff, they kind of stopped doing the whole heavy screamy thing. They were more of a like a like I said, more of a rock band. Now, not like particularly, they had some posty influences still, but they were more of like a rock band. You know what I mean? And by the time the last last couple albums came out, yeah, yeah, like you said, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I like Matt Good as a as a guitar player. I think he's a good vocalist. He yeah, was, very good vocalist. He was in a bunch of he was in Drugs with Craig Owens, and that was a fucking phenomenal whole or ideal oh
0: speaking about craig owens uh dj starscream dropped another album okay um it's his own work i it's he's not dj starscream anymore it's something else it's some weird fucking thing and all the text is is illegible and it's fucking weird it's some alien stuff which you would exactly expect from sid wilson Mm -hmm. uh it's i think it's called sid it's just sid um check it out man it's some pretty interesting stuff Some very like darky kind of vibes and stuff Mm -hmm. but he has a lot of cool merch i'll give him that one yeah but um, yeah. So
1: uh, yeah, man. For first to last, yeah. Uh, I know it. they're they like you said they got a little bit of a renaissance. I know, Chiotos just changed oh. their changed their little logo thing, and uh, so people are probably freaking the fuck out. People are. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they it's got nothing. a following, man. They got a big following. Oh yeah, they were big. But they were dude, uh, back in the day, dude. Oh my god, uh, they were so big, but um, they kind of fell off the face of the earth, uh, and I guess they were broken up but they changed the logo. I guess they're possibly hinting at a reunion tour for the all's well that ends. Well, good album. Uh, 10 years on that Probably longer than that now. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, that'd, that'd be right. Cause I think bone palace ballet, which is a better album in every fucking way. Oh yeah. Uh, um, was like an 08, I think. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, I was, a, I'm a Chiodos fan, not so much big on the, uh, the Craig Owens vocals. He got better over time. Um, but, you know, um, I think it's interesting to see them come back. A lot of these older titans waking up. So Under oath, yeah. Chiodos, yeah.
0: What's well, an older titan that just recently woke up? Well, for first to last, they were they were. No, yeah, them, they were, yeah, I guess you could qualify those. They, I, I don't think they Sa- ever went Sa- to
1: sleep. Seosin, Seosin. Yes, uh, uh, senses failed too. Senses fail. They're still cranking no. out music.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. It's
1: uh, those uh, early two thousand kids still got their music out there, which is good. Yeah, uh, stuff. But yeah, I think it's interesting. So, uh, real quick, I want to uh, retract a on Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: I, I wanted to bring that up. Let's talk Chelsea. Good. I want to have
1: a retraction on uh, previously, previously on the Second City Kids podcast. Uh, we were um, we reviewed Eternal Nightmare, right? No, I returned. I reviewed. Okay, it. fine, <laughs> motherfucker. All right, all right. So, Gabe reviewed it. Uh, I kind of gave my general thoughts. I wasn't super impressed. Uh, what my first listen through? Mm-hmm. I was at work this week, and I gave it like a re, or, a re, or another chance, I guess. Okay. Um, listened to it a little bit more thoroughly, mm-hmm. and enjoyed it more the second time around. Uh, there are song like I think we talked about Dead Rose that should be a two minute, yeah, like a two two and a half minute. Yeah. Um, and the wolf. It's funny because the dead, dead Rose and the wolf should switch.
0: Yeah, the, the wolf w- is great. Yeah, it's a fucking it's banger. Stupid short.
1: Yeah. And it's almost swapped spots uh, as far as length. but um, Definitely a forgivable sin on... on yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at them about De- it.
0: Dead Rose is... Uh, I think that was the first single they dropped with Tom, and they kind of wanted to prove that, hey, we got a new guy, but he does it just as well. Yeah. And I think that was the point of Dead Rose.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm still not totally uh, convinced on his live capabilities, but um, the album, he did a great job. Yeah. Uh, and like I'm not the biggest Chelsea fan. I've never been. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, I like it. It's, it's very definitely a very good effort from them. Would
0: you say you spent more time on this Chelsea Green album than any of the others? Minus Desolation of Eden? <laughs>
1: Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And, and that was a long time
0: ago. That was 10 years ago. That was 11 years
1: ago. Yeah. And that was like when they were like taking the scene by storm. Yeah. Uh, and they were like these little tiny guys. I seen them play before I set the kill. Think about that. Wow. Think about where I set the kill is now. And think about I seen Chelsea Green open for them. No, but I see.
0: I saw Vanna. in, in Chelsea, this order. In this order, I, well, from from top down, bottom, bottom up. Okay, Vanna. Uh-huh. uh huh, Chelsea, Chelsea Grand. I, I set the kill,
1: and I wrestled the bear once. Wow, where does I wrestle
0: the bear once? Now,
1: somewhere in Louisiana, I guess, because that's where <laughs> they're from. But um, yeah, dude. Yeah. So think about that. Holy shit! That now
0: a- I would argue to say now it would be reversed, almost. Uh, just about, yeah. Yeah, I, I would put Vanna maybe before Chelsea. Yeah, but, I like that. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah. Time time, you know,
1: time is a very interesting thing. But, uh, yeah, I think they did a good job. So, uh,
0: how deep did you kind of analyze it? That's that's super,
1: super deep. Surface level? Yeah, I don't think because I, I stand by this. I, you can't go super, super deep into music like that. Ooh. My opinion.
0: Ooh. At least for me personally, I can't. Uh, what about Legends Never Die?
1: Mm. No,
0: you never like dove into that. No, never fucked with as blood runs black. No, my fears have become phobias. No, okay, that's fair. I guess that's just some shit I grew up. with Yeah, on. I mean
1: it's just um it's just, like the deathcore genre is not like my favorite. so okay, that's fair. But um yeah, you know, I,
0: it's funny because because I feel like over the over the time you've kind of grown away from deathcore and I've kind of grown towards it. Yeah, because I'm more because I've always said I'm
1: a hardcore kid. Like that's yeah, yeah. my that's me. Speaking of which. Hold the fucking news on this one I I just started listening to it today But like the first four songs Just like Absolutely rip Um, We talked about them last week Local Chicago guys And probably the biggest vocalist I've ever seen in my whole entire life Uh, Harm's Way Oh yeah Oh they're from Chicago I didn't know that Yeah dude He's a beefcake Their new album Post Human those first, like, four songs, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I, I told my wife, I'm like, I want to punch somebody. I'm like, you're just so happy to be sitting right next to me. <laughs> 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 but, man, that shit fucking rips. And I looked at, like, the reviews, and everybody's like, oh, my God. This is, like, next level shit.
0: Yeah, man. Harm's Way is really good. So, put on a good set. I don't know if you caught them. I like. did not. So uh kind of regret that now. Wish Cat- I would some research beforehand. Catch them live. Dude, I saw him walking through towards the, the stage on the right, mm-hmm. whichever one it was. And people just fucking moved. Yeah. They're like, nope. Yeah, no, no shit. He, he's massive. Bro. Yeah, he, he looks like if the Rock was like shorter, like a foot and a half shorter. Yeah, yeah, like that.
1: He's more wide than tall. He he looked
0: like <laughs> he ate both the Buckley Bros before the set. He looked like he ate Andy <laughs> before the set. <laughs> the fuck you mean a Buckley Bros? I need to see him and Andy wrestling. Ooh, yeah, that'd be a fun one, right? Yeah. Um, so kind of wrap up thoughts on Chelsea Grin uh
1: yeah like i said it was a gr- great album uh, it probably breaks the top 10 oh does it yeah i didn't think it would near, near like seven eight not like that's not, fair not like amazing um, standout tracks to you a hostage that's fucking song. i told you it makes yeah. you feel like you're a hostage that's right? like fucking rips man and i saw it live i'm like okay that's good yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and
0: uh, uh how'd you how'd you feel about see you soon or it was like good. I'm digging Graves, Graves for me and my friends. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I liked The Wolf. Like I said, that was a standout. That's a banger. Yeah. Across the Earth was good, too. I got to that. Yeah, that was a good that, one, too. Very uh, thematic, almost, yeah. with that one.
1: Uh, so I give them credit. They yeah. corrected my opinion on that.
0: And, you know, I said that Tom's going to bring this band to a new level, and you said, no, they're probably never going to be bigger than what Suicide Silence was. I didn't mean it like that. Deathcore, by default, is a genre that's always going to be tucked away. Niche. Even in the metal yeah. scene. Even in the metal scene. Unfortunately. That's yeah. just how it is. But thing. by next level, I meant next level creativity um, oh, okay. on all the fronts. Lyrically, because I like I said, the, the Tom Barber brings a lot of like um s- very good songwriting and, and like descriptive kind of situational issues. Yeah. Whereas Alex Kohler was a lot of like um no, my feelings and yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. But Tom barba has just a different style of writing. A little bit really more artistic. Yeah. A little bit more artistic, I would say. And I think everybody just kinda brought it to eleven for this album. Yeah. Everybody was like, We gotta we gotta swing dick. And that's exactly what they did they swung their dicks. Yeah. So uh yeah, it was it's a good album. Good stuff, check I'll, it out. I get in, like nightmare. I said,
1: uh Harm's Way was, was a really great album, too. Yeah,
0: man. I'll have to look into that one some more. I did catch some of their set, and they were good. Yeah. Um, but if you got people like Keith Buckley talking about you, you're going to be on my radar. You best yeah. believe it. For sure, for sure. And uh, local Chicago guys
1: got to support. Gotta I didn't even up. know they were local. Yeah. Uh, so we got to do what we got to do. Because I feel like recently, of the, of the last couple of years, we have kind of had nobody really representing in the hardcore.
0: No. Mm, sworn In it was kind of there. Kind of, yeah. kind of. They were there with uh, Death Card and start, end, and then they kind of trailed off. Yeah. And, you know, as we see now, Tyler kind of left and uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you're completely right. Uh, Hardcore lives in Boston, Massachusetts. Yes, it does. <laughs> it God absolutely it. does. God damn it. <laughs> but, that being said. It's, um, all, it's always like
1: uh, East, like the East Coast, like the, like the New York, New England area that I feel like bumps out the fucking best
0: like the pennsylvania Ooh. area pennsylvania is the metalcore capital bro yeah it's just what it is yeah. and it's it's crazy because when you actually sit down and examine how many people came out of pa you're like what the fuck is going on there bro yeah it's just nothing but farmland and angry people yeah that's what it is <laughs> and a lot of uh, and a lot of my favorite um like uh, emo rappers like the the goth boy click and stuff they're out of pa yeah and like i said these guys like uh uh one of these uh rappers well he's more of a singer he doesn't really rap this guy Lil zubin um he has a good voice he's really good live but he came out for that band Vane. he came out and fucking screamed alongside with him because they're both out of like the same town and i was like wow that's, that's cool. cool man you got you got total opposite ends of the spectrum supporting each and other. meanwhile your woman who's from pa is like pop punk and she yeah and she likes neither <laughs> yeah and
1: she's like chicago bands real friends yeah right <laughs> isn't that funny maybe we were born in the wrong spot maybe she should have been born here we should have been born there <laughs> yeah man
0: it's uh <laughs> it's interesting to say the least you got anything else before we before i dive into the weekly bangers uh yeah let's go let's get it going. okay um i have a few too oh very cool mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna throw the obvious ones out there first uh beartooth dropped two singles bad listener disease um they are going for the rock sound yeah nothing wrong with that nothing wrong. it's very Tooth. um it's a good sound to have it's kind of what what they're doing is what Rise Against has. They have that consistency and formula and sound where you hear it, you're like, "This is Bear Tooth." I know what amps they're using. I know what effects they're using. I know that's Caleb Schumak. You know, I actually told my wife this
1: because uh, I watched the set from Warped Tour this year from them. Okay. And I told her, I'm like, I'm like, say what my I've seen them a million times. I'm like, and say what you want about them. I'm like, but that fucking, that
0: fucking. Um, disgusting
1: still rips that whole album still fucking rips
0: i would say that disgusting is probably their best Well, uh, oh, caleb's best yeah to date it still rips. It, it's a it's a genuine metalcore album yeah. it's not anything else uh, and then you know you got aggressive which is leaning towards the rock side but with metal yeah. and and you metal, know metal infused tea yeah metal infused tea <laughs> as opposed to metal tea yeah where it just tastes like straight copper but um <laughs> no disgusting is an absolute banger front to back and yeah. back to front and front to back and back to front again uh-huh. um that being said uh kind of back to what i was going to Sorry. um it's Beartooth. Yeah. And if you don't know what they sound like, if you've been in a closet since 2015, now is kind of the time. I will throw this out there. We've had our fair share of Beartooth. We were kind of there. Well, you were there for the upbringing. You kind of you know, dragged me along as they were going into their second album. You're welcome. And yes, thank you, of course. Um, <laughs> fuck, you totally trailed me off again. Sorry. Ugh, what was I going to say? They're good. Yeah. They're good. We've seen them live enough times where we kind of don't want to see them until maybe they <laughs> drop an album or two. It's, I think we counted between the two of us it was like 14 times yeah it was a like lot that. and um, my buddy was like bro why didn't you go see Beartooth I was like dude I've seen them every single show they played in 2015 within a 50 mile radius of where I live yeah. I don't need to see them anymore yeah we're good for a little um, bit yeah check it out Bad Listener Disease um, quick little side note on Beartooth I think it's funny because I was listening to Attack Attack on the way in and, um, and uh, well, well hear me out it, Caleb has done both ends of this spectrum he's done the furthest fucking thing from rock and now he's doing genuine rock music. And I think that's kind of, uh, you got to appreciate it. You know, I'm not saying you got to appreciate attack attack. But you got to appreciate where, how far he's come along. Okay. Oh, and their merch is really cool too, man. Beartooth is like. You know what? Good looking nice... merch.
1: I think I might've mentioned this. Crown of the Empire had fucking good looking merch. I yeah, yeah. They have good year. merch. Sorry, uh, you, you
0: know who else has really good looking merch? 100th has really good looking merch. Yeah. I spent $11 on their clearance sale. I got three hats and two shirts. Oh, that's nice. I paid more for shipping. Yeah. Shipping was like 10 bucks. I love this hat, man. This is a hundredth hat, by the way. Yeah, I it has all their stuff's really quality. Is it it's, it's really like soft. It's nice. Yeah, it's hundreds. Yeah, I know it has hundreds right of on the side. But um, uh, oh yeah, let's get into the next one. Um a band I like that you said his background noise. Um, Fit for a King dropped another one called Backbreaker. And you know, I, I know you were fucking giggling about the whole, oh, we're gonna cover cover all sorts of medical genres. They they really do. And <laughs> Dude, I know we were dicking around about this like a month ago when I brought it up, but they really do listen to these three singles. They're all metalcore, but they're completely fucking different. It is insane. It, it is really insane. <laughs> what are you laughing at?
1: Nothing, keep going.
0: So, uh, Fifth Freaking is the single, Backbreaker. Check it out. Um, personally, I I, I kind of like Price of Agony more because it's more like the melodic stuff, and I like that shit. Uh-huh. I think Backbreaker is more up your alley. Ooh. Uh, and then Counterparts. Oh, I love me some Counterparts. you know the comment? What do you know? They're coming to
1: Chicago. Yeah. What my, on my birthday? your
0: birthday. There. Yeah. You know who they're gonna be Where? here with.
1: Uh No. Being as an ocean.
0: <gasps> oh yeah. That, oh fuck! I totally forgot about it. That's and varials. Sure.
1: Burials is gonna be there. Yeah. Too.
0: Burials Pa. Very good. Yeah. We'll uh, see. There you go. There. <laughs> yeah, they're from Sedwood, Pennsylvania. Um. It's not a Saturday. No, it's a Friday. Thursday. It's Friday? A Friday. Friday. And I have that Friday. I like off. being as an ocean. I, I have, have that Friday though. off. Cool. Well, if you wanna go, we can go. Right, we can go. I, I know you don't really fuck with being as an ocean. No, I. L- <laughs> well, who the fuck put you on being as an ocean? You guys like, you forget? We saw them open for Amity, bro. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I wasn't there. Yeah, I know. But um, you yeah. didn't put me on. No, I. Yeah, but I've been talking about them before you saw
1: them. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I like being as an ocean. I've said it a million times before you even fucking listen to that, bro. Very cool.
0: You check it out the new album.
1: What for being as an ocean? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, good. yeah. it's good. It's good. It's very. I uh, bet it
0: is. I put it on as background music, and I find myself very, like, enveloped in it. Yeah, very nice. oh, yeah, definitely. Um, they're good for that. They're really good for yeah, that. Yeah, the ambiance, man. It's saucy. Yeah. Okay, and this last one, uh, it's a band called Lakeshore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they dropped a single called Erased. It's a uh, harder rock, uh, like, medley guitars, kind of me- almost production. metally production. It's uh, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, it's probably the softest thing i listen listened to all week, aside mm. from that Mexican ska music. But, uh, yeah, those are my... Kind of four bands that you should be on the lookout for this week. It's been uh, it's been kind of slow with new releases this past two weeks. Okay. All right. I got. I Fire got away.
1: Three. All right. So I mentioned uh, this band previously because I was listening to the singles that came out. And I don't know if I'm fucking stupid, but I don't recognize any of the song titles on this new album that just dropped. But uh, Wolfskin. Ah, uh, Wolfskin. The helps. Fifth Circle. New album just dropped. Good stuff, man. Good work overall. Uh, like I said, they're like a heavier Amity Affliction I put them in that kind of category. Uh, but yeah, that, that was good. Uh, now, moving on. Uh, Alpha Wolf. Uh, Black, <laughs> yes, have, another band. Uh, uh, they have a single prior. called Black Mamba. Yeah, I f- mentioned that like did forever you? ago. Did
0: you? I told you to listen to it, dog. Did, did you? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. This is old news. Bro, you know how much shit that you fucking give me? I have to like sort through it, bro. But and yeah. you know, and 90% of it you end up liking. Yeah, most of the most part. There was one miss this year. Which was that again? I don't know. You told me and you're like, I'm not really feeling it.
1: Okay, copy that. But yeah, that's that's pretty good.
0: And from
1: the recommendation of my child. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Well, she downloaded something on your iTunes? No.
1: Not, well, not quite. Because Adrienne, I guess, came through this, uh, like in the new for you this week thing on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And she just like played it just because whatever. And my child was fucking going absolutely apeshit for this. on And... Uh, and whatever day that was, Thursday or whatever the fuck. Uh Artification Pulsar, the new EP that he just dropped. Ooh. Uh they have that lead single. It's called Alter. Bro, my fucking my little girl goes absolutely banana cuckoo crazy for this shit. She fucking dances around, she jumps up and down, she goes crazy. And I could not help but agree with her. But yeah, man. So I think those are my uh those are my three that I got. You know
0: one. what we need more of? Uh we need some more to kill Achilles. Yeah. Yeah, I need some more of that, man. That'd be good. Venom's still doing it, but
1: fuck. I need some more I need more. to go back to that because I, I listened to it and I liked it, but I need to go back to it. Because I would agree that it's like
0: a heavier being as an ocean. Yeah, man. But uh um, there's else? A, there's a lot of artists that kinda overdo. Circle through a little bit. See if there's anything you missed there, buddy. Yeah, I think that's about it. That covers it for you. Did you check out uh did you check out Violent Life, Violent Death? That band I recommend. I haven't I don't part? I haven't I haven't got to it yet. Uh, I was bumping that uh Couple days now, it's very good. Yeah, I like that single. I haven't really dived into it like that. I'm still caught on
1: uh, Ice, Ice Nine, Nine Kills. kills yeah. Yep, I'm still in that storm right now. Uh I'm just anticipi- anticipating, patiently waiting this new album that is going to be dropping. But with that, I mean, let me see what else if I was jamming to this week. A little bit of Action Bronson. Got got back to that. Oh, baby Blue. Yeah. Uh, downloaded. uh Oh, I totally forgot to mention we got a new uh, Amity Affliction song. is hyping it, harping on it, man. She says it's gonna
0: be like really good. She likes it, well, at least the first one Ivy? whatever the ivy doomsday, yeah, that one was a good one. this one's kind of weird, man. they're going like electronic y on this single. I'm I don't, I don't know, huh, I don't know, man, it's an okay single. Uh-huh. I don't have anything against it, but don't be expecting like <laughs> let the go yeah yeah, but
1: uh, so yeah man, I think that's 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 the podcast i think. I think
0: that wraps up any other last points you wanna cover. I'm not that any uh. How was uh, Fogo de Chell last night? It
1: was good, bro. Yeah, man. Well, here's the, here's the deal. And I have made a conscious choice from here on out to frequent... Rosemont. Rosemont. I love Rosemont. Yeah, it's, it's great. Excellent. Uh, I figure soon we should all go, go out, out drink. drink, go to the fucking bowling Ooh, alley. Cool. I, I went to the movie theater last night. It's gorgeous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's nice. Um. What did Adriana say? She's like, oh. did you go
0: to that uh, that King's place bowling alley where it's also like the Irish bar?
1: Well, that's what I'm sorry. Uh, I saw it. I did We didn't go in. We went to. Uh, we didn't really drink last night at all because it's a little bit of a drive. But um, yeah, I, we we passed by it. I'm like, we should go. I'm like, it looks like fun. And they it's have a the nice ar- bar too. And they have, yeah, they have the Irish Enjoy pub it. across the way. And they have a sugar factory. And they have a comedy club. And they have Bub City over there. And it's just like, bro. We and need-.
0: there's like a Laser Tag place like that's like five minutes away. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of
1: good stuff we could do. Yeah, we should go. I'm just saying. Uh, Rosemont has a lively nightlife. Yes, it does. It fucking, like I said, we got out of the movie. It was like midnight. what did you guys see? Incredible, incredible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we like we came out and I'm like, okay, let's go back to the car. You know, it has that, the big epic park uh, car garage, which is also confusing at the same time. Um, and like they're fucking bumping music and shit. I'm like, man, they look like they're having fun. Those like, people, they uh, look like there's a rage uh, rave going on
0: in that Irish pub. I'm like, mm, yeah, man, those people like to party. It's yeah. um, Rosemont is a very nice alternative to the downtown chicago experience yeah. and it's kind of like a contained yeah condensed a like condensed version yeah I, I like it better because you know nobody's gonna fucking mug you out there Yeah, for sure and uh yeah man overall nice experience i've been there a couple times i my sister keeps trying to get me to come out to the casino that's over there and i'm like i don't really like to gamble like yeah. i'll play poker but you know i'm not really about that losing money yeah. like yeah right. i already stingy enough when it comes to you know buying something full price we know <laughs> 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 hey man i bought siege didn't i yeah, not a full price. No, I'm happy about that. Yeah, you're right. Spent 30 bucks on a game that I've had like 80 hours in yeah. so far.
1: Speaking of, which, are we playing Siege when you get home? Fuck
0: yeah, we're playing Siege <laughs> when I get home. <laughs> All right, so with that we'll we'll get you out at the door then. How about that? Yeah, cool. Oh, one last thing I want to what? touch up on Siege. Twitch streamers, um if you are subscribed to <laughs> we're a... over Siege Talk. Oh, by the way, last thing about well, Siege. One last thing, one last thing and we'll wrap it up. There is a thing where if you're subscribed to uh I think it's like a dozen Twitch streamers, they have their own charms now. So, if you're one of those, all you got to do is link your Twitch account with your Ubisoft account and you get the charm. It's cool. Well, oh, that's kind of cool. Well, um, you know, I don't like, none of these streamers really stand out to me, but their charms are fucking dope. Like, one of them is like this black and white wolf fox thing, another oh. one's like a beard guy that almost looks like Blackbeard. It's kind of funny. So, I don't know, man. Check it out. Uh, all the Rainbow Six Twitter guys retweeted it. Cool. Pretty cool charms. I mean, you know, worst thing, you got to make a Twitch account and sign in, yeah. which I'm sure you already have a Twitch account. I so, there you go, man. Free charms is free charms.
1: True well, that.
0: Lucky do <laughs> And after and we don't uh, have Irish well, operators, do we? No,
1: we don't. No, we don't yet. Uh, They're no. probably next, I imagine, because they hit up Italy already. Ireland's in the neighborhood, kinda.
0: Germany, right? We don't have German now. Opera- no, we uh, Bleitz and IQ, yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah, totally forgot Bandit. about those. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, we need I, some more South American operators. Yeah. We need some Colombian well, operators. Ooh, it'll be like pocket sand, but Coke. Doing drugs.
1: Yeah, I have an idea for an app, sure, and I wanted your opinion on it. You are gonna fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't have a name for him yet, or what? He, like exactly, like he's from. Uh-huh. But his whole role is that he spawns in during the prep. He spawns in during the prep while they're putting up the barricade. He's the only one that spawns in by himself, and he fucking like maybe give him like a pistol and like some shitty SMG, and he can come in while. The fucking whole team is still droning. Then it's his whole thing. He he spawns early. That's his gadget, so to speak.
0: No, that's broken. That's stupid. I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's absolutely there's rumors going around that there's gonna be a new defending operator that um that fills in um it's like a styrofoam you spray and it it, it's like fills in holes, right? fills in holes. That's great. It's gonna change the dynamic. That's That's completely gonna fuck up the dynamic. It's great. It's a great idea though. And I yeah, like I said, it's rumors so far. But we need more kind of like the anti-hard breachers. We got the whole, you know. I, well, you, should, you can't really say that because there's only two hard breach, breachers. Right. And um, if you're playing with a team that knows what the fuck they're doing, you're going to have a hard well, breach. We, have, we, we have very little experience with playing with a team that knows what the fuck they're doing, Gabe. When you get Miguel to hop on. Between you and
1: Miguel, we barely know what the fuck we're doing.
0: Oh, we should see if my buddy's online today. That can make four of us potentially. Well, Four or five because there's two of them that I met Total strangers, very nice. Showed me a lot of cool things. Oh yeah, yeah. One one of them sounds like a, like a little kid. Like he's I don't know, like sixteen maybe. Really cool though. Yeah, kind of showed me some tips and tricks. And like, yeah, bro, don't be afraid to play aggressive. I'm like, all right, sure, I'll keep that in mind.
1: Uh, I don't think I think you underestimate your aggressiveness.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes I'll play super aggressive, and then other times you're I'm like, like, nope, my my corner, nope, uh-uh. <laughs> nope, not leaving. I love it here. So uh, I guess the moral of the story is, if you ever get uh, like a Sunday afternoon, just. Well, I should say Sunday morning. Really, just go to Krispy Kreme because you can't go wrong with Krispy Kreme. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: <laughs> that is episode eighty-one of the Second City Kids podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcast, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, all that good stuff. Podbean, Podbean, yeah, Spotify, Spotify, all that good. ITunes stuff. iTunes podcast, yeah. We start that already, uh, but yeah, we are on all that good stuff. Also, uh, we need two more ratings to get an official rating on iTunes, and so far we are a five-star rated show. So, like, even if you don't want to say a whole lot, just say, hey, good show, five stars, just so we can get on the fucking
0: count, please. Absolutely. Uh, you will find us on Twitter. Jacob always tweets the uh, episodes when they're out, and I always retweet them with a snarky little comment. Yeah. If you have any cop- comments, topics... Concerns, questions, comments, questions or concerns. There we go. I fucked that up royally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, feel free to tweet at us, man. We're pretty. uh I, I know I'm pretty active on there because I like to keep up with my bands and stuff. Yeah, I'm on there a little bit. I'm not as active yeah, as Gabe, but I'm on there a little bit. Yeah, uh, keep, keep up with us. Yeah. So You got anything we want to cover? You got a movie recommendation? Yeah. Shout it out at us. We'll we'll watch it. Fun we'll, fact. We'll tell you how shitty your taste is, and we'll call it an episode. Fun fact:
1: I have a buddy from high school who is a backyard wrestler, okay. uh, and he tweeted like ten wrestlers. He tweeted uh, to the Undertaker, "Are you really dead?" He tweeted to Stone Cold, "I will drink you out, bitch." He tweeted The Rock, "You and Kevin Hart suck." Okay. He tweeted Kevin Hart, "You and The Rock suck." He he tweeted John Cena, "I can see you," and just like a bunch of fucking variety of bullshit. He's like out of his mind, but he's like a great wrestling bad guy because I like I seen him like cut like promos and shit in his stupid little backyard wrestling thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want to punch you in the fucking face. That's how fucking good you are at this. I wanted to punch him in the face anyways. But now like, I really fucking want to hit him hard. Very cool. But, yeah, other than that, that is the podcast. And we will see you back next week for A2. And maybe, maybe, maybe Adam can finally come on. Maybe.
0: it's mm, an even-numbered episode. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so, so cool.
1: then, deuces.